Welcome to Felice Navi Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me is always every goddamn week it gets earlier. Yeah, it's coming in real strong. Much like Christmas. Getting yeah. earlier every week. That's what I'm trying to do. Now you... you know my pain. That's how I feel when I hear about Christmas. Still? I don't know. Come on, it's February now. <laughs> I guess it is time for Christmas. Yeah. It's not January anymore. Yeah. We're, we're rolling right into the season. Come... Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of the name. I was trying to think of the name for Valentine's Day, ah. and I, my brain was going February fourteenth. And I was like, "What's it called, though, brain?" And my brain's like, "I don't know." You know what it's called this year? Fifty Shades Darker. Ooh, sexy. Yeah, Is it coming out on Valentine's Day. I think so. Saw a billboard today. I don't know. They are a sponsor this week. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> check out Fifty Shades of Grey's new movie, Darker. Is it a book too? I think so. I think it is book two of the series. How many books are there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, There's a bird in my ear telling me about three. Three? Yeah. I'm going to have to read all three so that if I ever happen to see them, I'm ahead of the game. I've seen... Did you see the first one? No. I saw the first one. How was it? Laughable. I I saw it in the best possible way. I went to a uh, Doug Benson movie interruption. Say it started again. What? Say what again? Say your whole sentence. I went to a. I went to a, a sex party. Yeah, and they were That's showing what it. I, my, I couldn't get in on time, so I wanted to start over for that joke. Let me tell you, worth it. Yeah, it paid off. Mm-hmm. I'll do that all night. I'll just stop things, okay. and make sure, and we will we'll leave it in. We won't edit because mm-hmm. we don't edit. Mm-mm. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, if you can uh, if you can see Fifty Shades, see it with Doug Benson and a trio of comedians interrupting Mystery Science Theater style. That feels right. That was the way to see it. That does seem like the right way. That's how I did it. I did it right. You didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I was going to come down to a competition. That's that's the way we work around here. That's true. And I didn't do it right. So what do you want to talk about now? Go, go to hell. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Saved some, by the bell. <laughs> when I wake up in the... Oh, sorry. Let's answer the door first. Hey! hey. It's Clint Trucks! Podcast. Yeah, you want to come in on book club night? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your book club night? I thought we were all reading the new Fifty Shades. Darker. I can't believe you, you came in thinking about that. Was we're just talking about? Uh, I saw through the window. Uh, oh, you could just. <laughs> I forgot about your your intense oh, lip was, reading skills. I was. Uh, <laughs> it was the jack off motions. I yeah. <laughs> I was doing object work of leather straps going around my person. Wait, all right. Let me get this clear. Were you doing a visual bit? <laughs> Probably. Another classic Todd Cooper visual bit. Just checking. <laughs> uh, great to see you guys. Good to see you. Thanks for coming over. No problem. This is fantastic. I like it. Well, so let's get right into it. Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love most? What do you love least? Let's start from page one. Have you seen it? Uh, I have not seen the film. I'm surprised. But read the first book. I know you I have. Read a lot of books. Do you <laughs> read more than you see? 
No, I see way more movies these okay. days. I used to read crazy amounts, and now I'm ashamed how little I read. Would you say voraciously? I would say voraciously mm. as a reader. Oh. I wouldn't say it because I don't know what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that dinosaur related? <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I just turned up my mic when I meant to turn up Clint's mic. Oh. Well. I am a professional. People <laughs> pay me to do this. Sometimes. I can start eating this thing. I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah, really get into it. No, uh, what? So you grew up always reading a lot? Yes. So we, we grew up very rural. Uh-huh. Uh, two to three channels for most of Sweet. My, my young life. In Michigan, uh, in, Mich- in Michigan, uh, fellow uh, Michigander. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I love about it. A little teeth axe. People don't know Michigan boy. Mm-hmm. Forget that too. Yeah, Tiny. I always think Richmond. Later in life, I'm sure. Not till my high school years. The cool years. That's right. When the collar went up. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone my calls high son. school, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> when the collar went up? Yeah. You're talking about your priest years? <laughs> <laughs> my young pope years. Wait, they uh, don't wear a collar, do they? Sure. Well, they could. They Butterfly. Uh, pope talk. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Did you just hashtag, <laughs> verbally hashtag our podcast? Uh, I've not seen any young pope. I don't have a bit, guys. So Me neither. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> you want Pope facts? Yeah, that's Let's what I'm thinking about. You got them, don't you? Look at her. He was all hot and ready to go on Pope facts. Uh, you guys want them? Uh, uh, I'm all loaded up. Uh, no one is. Most people are disgusted by my pedantry and need to um actually everything or give a fact. No one loves it more than Todd Cooper, I which love is it. why he's dear to my heart. I love it so much. <laughs> I can't wait till you go. Every time we're hanging out, I'll hear one thing. But you know why they do that? I can't wait to hear it. That's I, always I wish I had taken a moment to think about Christmas facts, but if we talk about Christmas, I assure you they'll come up uh, organically. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your give us a hot Pope fact then? A hot Pope fact? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New segment. Sure. Uh, that big hat. Wait, hang on. Todd, how's the theme song go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it goes a little something like this. What time <laughs> signature is that one? All of them. <laughs> you didn't write that. They play that before every catechism class. <laughs> All right. Pope fact. I just bet on red, black, and everything in between. <laughs> Big hat's called a miter. Moving on. Called a what? <laughs> a miter. Spell it. M-I-T-R-E. Is that correct? Judges? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Here's, and guys, this is going to be the most fun part about every fact I give. Never certain of them. Never looked it up. No one ever checks me on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I can I can confirm that uh, your your uh, well it's not necessarily a fact. It's more just a uh, have you ever seen uh, baby skulls? Mm. Oh God Almighty! And uh, I love telling people about baby skulls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tiny Tiny Stills is obsessed with that and brings it up to everyone she talks to now, <laughs> and then pulls it up on her phone and shows them an X-ray. This oh, about the teeth, not just yeah. the fact that their skull is in pieces. Yes, share. <laughs> not, not just the fact that there are skulls in babies. <laughs> you always think about just the fleshy parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess we should give some context there. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave that where it lies. Yeah. We were at a party and how did it even come up? 
people a baby walked in. Oh, that's and right. And people talked about <laughs> walked in. Yeah, that's right. A, a gifted baby <laughs> walked in. You think that's what we talked about? I, I have a very loose definition of baby. It's <laughs> fourteen. Well, this particular baby, I think, was teething, and then I immediately said, "You want to hear something about baby teeth?" They got and a whole bunch like, of them, uh-huh. and the oh. whole room cheered. <laughs> yeah, it's never happened. <laughs> Invariably, I say, do you want to hear about people saying no? And I say it anyway. <laughs> but uh, babies are born with all their teeth. And if you ever see a baby skull, it's just they got teeth up to their goddamn eyeballs. It's a nightmare. And it's then they have two rows of teeth. They have their baby yeah. teeth and their adult teeth. Everything's in there. Just crazy. Just jammed in. Look it up, folks. Yep. Oh, you wish you hadn't. It's <laughs> just terrifying. But now, every time you look at a baby. Monsters. Little monsters. Yeah. You see those cheeks, but right behind them. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> do you played do you go to like bar trivia ever oh i was a great bar trivia person which is even crazier because i don't drink <laughs> so i would go for the trivia you would just go and trivia it up uh is there any better way to get laid no- <laughs> i can think of a couple <laughs> just get a bowl of peanuts no beers oh yeah i'm talking i'm going to a ground round i'm going to a bw3 sure i want i need to be not just bar trivia where a guy's been writing the questions and bringing them in i need a national trivia scoreboard you want us you want your name up there 100 percent. how do you do uh so i have not been a reg trivia guy in some years but i have been in bars alone as a team of one and won the entire bar well you just said you were in the bar alone well so you didn't have any competition <laughs> you know what this like guy, got me. he knows what he's doing. Johnny Stickler. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like the thumb point. <laughs> Tony Thaxton visual bit. <laughs> Tony Thaxton is currently laid out on the couch and is. Oh, he said that and then just slightly moved his thumb. I'm gonna. Him. I'm gonna give you a little inside secret, please. I've decided in the last couple of weeks. The more casual I make this, the better I feel. Good. Start leaning back, lounging. Yeah. Legs Do spread. It. And I mean, is there any more definitive proof on that it's better like that than last week's episode? No, I think it, I mean, that last was week's just episode podcast proves. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. D- did you ever make it on the national, like, uh, for instance, uh, BW3? Were you up there on uh, their national boards? Uh, ground round for certain. What's ground round? Ground round might maybe it's a regional Midwest chain. It may not even exist anymore. Yeah, do you know it? It sounds vaguely familiar to me, yeah. but maybe it's just the rhyme sounds good. I don't know. Um, I was a uh, in high school on a state champ, the cool years quiz bowl team. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Popping, uh, popping your collar here. Mm-hmm. Is that what you called it? The coll- that's when the collar went up. The collar went up. Then in college, I was on College Bowl. I was a touring College Bowl quizman while getting a 0.0 <laughs> in my classes. Really? Facts. Real talk. Wait, uh, define, define touring in this That was just picturing a tour scenario. bus full of people. <laughs> we, would, we would absolutely get in a van and drive around to other colleges and play against their teams. And it was... How far away would you travel? What's the States, furthest you went? State, uh, Pennsylvania. From Michigan? Far. Yeah, from Michigan. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. Where'd you go to college? Uh, I went on a nice collegiate tour for eight years, <laughs> like all non-doctors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my quiz bowl years uh, were, were going strong at Western Michigan University, but I found my way to Eastern University, and I was in Ann Arbor for my last couple of years in Michigan before I fled the state to... Uh, Seattle for a bit, 
and then shook my way down to L.A. Hey. Started moving, shaking. Shaking, getting in there. (laughs) Wait, did you... did you finish college? You did. Oh, no. <laughs> I uh, I have 160 fallow credits. I could go back and maybe get two degrees if I had the will, but no. What credits? Fallow. fallow. Lying fallow. Yes, you got it. Is this a term that's used often in education, or did you just pull it for in that way? No, I think I just pulled it in that way. Good work. Uh, fallow. As, in, as in something that is not going to bear fruit. Correct. But you, that's a lot of credits. Yeah, you could get you a couple degrees, buddy. Uh, I don't know what I'd do with them now. Put them on the wall in your <laughs> garage. <laughs> exactly. Or you could shove them up your ass. <laughs> uh, <when> I <laughs> <laughs> Got him. He, did. <laughs> he didn't know what to say to that. Welcome to the podcast. You know Fuck what? You. I, was, I was stunned by you miming rolling them so tight. <laughs> yeah. It's another classic Tony Thaxton visual bit. <laughs> oh, you rolled them tight. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even see it. For the shoving. Yeah, we got to get them in there. Yeah. Rolled them tight like a fresh dube. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new me, guys. Man, this new Tony is great. <laughs> it's the collar up. This guy's cool, man. Uh, speaking of collar up one more time, miter hat. Yeah. yeah. I just realized uh, uh, in building a miter cut is a corner cut like that. Boom. 45. So, man. Or, or just like a corner. But they, that's his hat is shaped like that. I wonder what came first. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Miter cut. Bad so Catholic. Bad Catholic. Like a corner. Oh, oh, the the hat. Yes. Okay. I already forgot that was what you said it was called. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were like confused about wood. I was like, it's just a corner cut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know much. But I, I know I love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to bring things to a screeching halt. No, you're not. And you're I helped. <laughs> Here to bring things to a Dustin Diamondy halt. When, <laughs> when did you start watching so many movies? Um, when uh, let's see, when I was nine, my dad moved into a house that was a block from our hometown movie theater, and I would see every movie. Really? But it's a small town, only two screens. If something's popular, it would stay forever. Oh. But I would just see anything and everything that came, and then. If you really want to talk about when I watch a lot of movies, the answer is thematically Christmas Day. That's Ooh, right. Ooh, look at this guy. Right? Listen, okay, let's get into it because this is where, in my opinion, if I could do Christmas like Clint Trucks does Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Rebrand. <laughs> then I would love Christmas. Uh, so I stole my Christmas uh, from Dave Clock. Uh, hockey sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, Dave Clock was living in my house, and he celebrates Clockmas, oh, which is uh, getting up and seeing movies all day. And then one Christmas, we wanted to see different movies. Now we have separate Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's true. So you, so you don't ever go home for Christmas anymore? So I have not gone home in a little while. My move now is I go home the week before Christmas. Right. When flights are $1,000 cheaper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get a little... Christmas spirit, just yeah. no actual Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Come back here, enjoy empty Los Angeles, and see movies oh. from eight thirty in the morning till eleven at night. All time, it's the best. It just doesn't get better than that. Yeah. How many? How many is that in a day? So that should be six movies, wow. roughly. But this year, two of them were nearly three hours long. Only five movies. What, most in a day, six. 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 I don't know how to schedule for more if you want to eat. Right. You got to go to uh, the IPIC in uh, Pasadena where you can get a meal. At $32 a film, I think not. Oh, and listen to this. 
This guy pays for each film. He doesn't just jump around theater to theater. Well, he's a law-abiding citizen. Additionally, I go to fancy theaters where I don't want to get shamed by someone saying you're in my seat that I paid for. Arclight? Arclight. Although, uh, cross town. Sometimes we'll do, there'll be a venue change. Is that right? Yep. Just to get out and see some sun for a minute? It's Los Angeles. So, got in the car, drove straight to Santa Monica for one of the movies. Right? You really? Bet, you bet, baby. <laughs> <laughs> when you... When you did that in Christmas time, no one's out. Uh, regional. Hollywood to Santa Monica is 12 minutes or something if no one's here. It's the best. It, it, it's those things that make you – I never think about it because everything is just far. Like it just is 30 minutes. It's sure. going to be 30 minutes. How long does it take? 30 minutes at least. Uh, and, and without traffic, and like late at night or whatever, and you're like, oh, I just went to the west side. It took me 15 minutes. It's, it's maddening. Unbelievable. It only makes me upset when it's short because because <laughs> I, I know like tomorrow if I do it in the morning, it's 45 minutes. Crazy. Don't do it. I won't. Problem solved. Fixed. What you know, was. Sorry, go ahead. I just love that people not in California are listening to us do the most cliche Los Angeles thing in the world and talk, talk about, about traffic and traffic. Ugh. Have you ever noticed how different it is here than New York, though? <laughs> oh, my God. Can, can we? <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the best movie you saw this Christmas? My favorite movie this Christmas was probably, it's a German movie called Tony Erdman. I like I it already. It to everyone. It's uh, up for uh, Best Foreign Language Feature in mm. the Academy Awards. It is a nearly three-hour German comedy like wow. we all like. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it uh, okay? Uh, like, is it good? Like, it's, it's very funny. good. He said it was his favorite. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's actually funny for three hours? You're good, about, you're good with it? The What I... Rather than really oversell it to people, what Thank I say you. is there's a certain point in the film where full-voiced, I just looked at the screen and I couldn't control my body and said, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone around me understood. They weren't mad that I was talking. <laughs> really? Like, I was speaking for a room of people. Wow. <laughs> but in a delightful way. We were all happy. <laughs> What's it called again? Tony Erdman. Tony with an I. I'll watch it. You're going to enjoy it. Um, you know what? You might not enjoy it. Watch it anyway. <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of things on my list. I have a movie list on my phone in my notes section on my phone uh, that whenever people go, oh, this movie is great. I write it down because there are so many movies that I have not seen. Yeah. And I'm getting I, that way. It's crazy. I have to watch so many movies to keep up. But I'm like going back and seeing like on my list. Here are the movies that are on my list that so many people sneakers. Dead Zone. You don't have to watch Sneakers. 21 Grams. Definitely don't don't watch 21 Grams. <laughs> really? Yeah. Rear Window. Yeah. Multiplicity. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Who is giving you these movies? Uh, these are like these are like these are like movies that everyone has seen. Part of it is like just being able to like get references. Mm. Um, broadcast News. I've actually never seen that either. Worth watching. Wait till like here. I'm gonna get over. That's the first one that I. I haven't seen most of these either, but that's the first one that's like, I've been wanting to watch that too. I think, really? Yeah. I think this think is getting into really? your section here. Oh, hang on. Things I have told you to watch? Navarone? Uh, yes, Guns of Navarone. I just recently watched. It's also very long. Guns of Navarone? Yeah. Well, now I need to put that in. Um, and also right after that, Breakin. Yeah, 100%. You're in my list for sure. Yeah. I've owned Breakin in every format. Varick? <laughs> uh, Charlie Varick? Charlie Varick, absolutely. That's Classic you? crime film. Yep. Uh, Walter Matthau. Dogged Afternoon? Sure. Yakuza? N 
No, but I was with you when Yakuza was recommended. I think it was Craig. Yes. Kikowski. Uh, uh, Dog Day Afternoon, I did see it. It's great. I saw Dog Day Afternoon at the Barclight. <laughs> I knew as soon as you started talking, that's where we were headed. Did you see me knowing you? <laughs> you looked, as soon as my mouth opened, you automatically looked annoyed. <laughs> you also got somehow more casual for the delivery. <laughs> that's how I knew. That's how I knew it was going to be. When he gets when he gets that kind of bit going, he goes like, a lot of times I'll do, like, close his eyes. Like, he gets real cocky. He's soaking in it. So uh, get ready for this bit. Oh, so funny. So worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that at the Barclight? Mm, woo! It's a Thaxton classic around the house. <laughs> oh, is it? I don't. I feel like I've said it before. I don't dog's know. Purpose came up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's current. That's the current showing. Will the you Barclight. see a Dog's Purpose? I, there's nothing I'm less likely to see. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing nothing in the theaters lately. I see things on Netflix a lot now, like everyone else. The last six months have been full of great movies. That's what I keep hearing. Christmas was kind of a bummer because I'd seen all the good movies, so I had to see some garbage just to fill my day. What was the best this year? My favorite movie this year is a a South Korean movie called The Handmaiden. I'll put it in. Look at this guy and all his foreign films. We get it. You're cultured. Handmaiden, it, it is not an artsy fartsy film. It is a lesbian erotic crime thriller. <laughs> that might not be for me. It's incredible. Yeah. I saw it in a room full of like super like midday in an art theater in Pasadena, so everybody's super old. These olds were so into this movie. Okay. These olds. Can I tell you have I told you about when I saw the Strangers with Candy movie? <laughs> You've not. I saw the Strangers with Candy movie. Uh it was when I was touring and I was like home so it was like a middle of the day, Thursday or Wednesday or some shit. Uh at a college movie theater and I figured oh it'll be kids and like 20 year old people filled with olds middle of the day I could not and they loved it really strangers with candy it's filthy in the weirdest ways yeah yeah they're saying things that I'm like I don't even think I know what that reference means old people are gross (laughs) Olds, olds were like yep woo have you heard the stories of like like old folks communities are like rampant with sexually transmitted disease because they just don't care. Is that true? <laughs> that's no, facts. I'm not that's, hearing that. That's real talk. What? Yeah, that's a thing. No, it's not. Wait, do we need to fact check you? <laughs> don't. It's important that you did, that you're not. But I'm going to stand by it. <laughs> don't want that in my Bing history. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of old boning. Yeah, full on. Why wouldn't you? I I do know. Recently, I decided that when I turn 85, I'm going to start doing heroin. <laughs> a lot sure you're gonna alan arkin it is that what sh- is that what alan arkin did he played the grandpa in little miss sunshine yes. he got old and decided he's gonna do heroin because it's cool i didn't know that yeah. i'm not doing it because it's cool i just am like at the end of it all i'm gonna be like what am i got to lose sure what am i missing three terrible years done no one's ever said i did heroin and didn't like it yeah it's gonna feel great yeah 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 don't you wonder not that i'm ever <laughs> Going to actually do it, but like, God, it really must be great. <laughs> I mean, if people if people know it's that bad and oh. continue to do it, it must be really. All great. I can picture right. is that we have some recovery people listening. Oh, sorry, don't. Well, do they know it. what Look, we're talking I'm about. Look, I'm not. Hey, I'm not endorsing it. I'm saying it's terrible. It is. And if you're 85, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> All our, eight, our senior listeners, go right ahead. Yeah. yeah this is, I just don't do drugs, really. And Me so neither. I'm going to get Never started have. late. 
late in the game. A bunch of squares in this room. Yeah, mm-hmm. real square. Yeah. yeah. Christmas trees are made up of largely squares. That's why we do this <laughs> podcast. Don't do, don't do that to me. If you we're going to get into Christmas talk, <laughs> I don't want you blowing sunshine up my ass. <laughs> I know you don't like it. Little Miss Sunshine. I'm on Tony's side here. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Whoa, is it fun to buy stuff on the internet? I go to Amazon.com all the time. Sometimes I buy me a Jimmy's Chicken Shack record. Sometimes I buy a live bag of crickets. I don't know what the hell I'm going to buy. But if I do that, I'm not going straight to Amazon.com. I'm going to FeliceNavipod.com and then clicking on that banner because that'll help the show. So please do it, ding-dongs. Let's let's do it then. We talking Christmas? Yeah, Let's. why not? <laughs> so growing up in Michigan. Hang on. Very talk Christmas, talk, talk, Christmas, talk, talk, Christmas, talk, talk, Christmas, what? Talk Christmas, talk, talk, Christmas, jingle bell. It's about time we've, we've been doing this podcast for a while, and we d- have not had a theme song for you talking Christmas. You know we Christmas. don't have a theme song? Yep. You know we don't have a <laughs> Except theme? the theme song for the entire Well, yeah. <laughs> also, I just noticed how similar that was to the other theme song I wrote tonight. <laughs> no, that one Hit had... the mark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know uh, what we don't have... Uh, uh, can you imagine? We don't have a theme song for that. That's true. That it comes up every week. Every GD week. Maybe Bleak. this is the week. We'll see what happens. Well, you already got, already got your hands full with two. That's true. You got a quick turnaround Keep on this, this too. Yeah, busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so me and Clint, both growing up in Michigan, right. about three hours away from each other, I think, roughly, yeah. because you yeah. were Detroit-ish, no. right? No. So, uh, I spent my last... 10 years or so in Michigan, in Southeast Michigan, which is the only thing of great import there is Ann Arbor, Detroit. Uh-huh. But I grew up in Northwestern Michigan. I don't think I knew that. Yes. I'm right on the right on the lake. So start in Chicago and just drive up the east coast of Lake Michigan. Okay. And you run into a charming little town, the Victorian port city of Manistee. Ah, Manistee. Manistee. M-A-N-I-S-T-E-E. Manistee. Judges? Yes. That sounds it right. is an Ojibwe okay. word meaning spirit of the woods. Nope. It's <laughs> <laughs> I know I smell a rat. <laughs> nope, that, that's true. That one's true. No. Nope. Wait, is this, <laughs> is, is this where you guys go back to? Yeah, my parents are still there. Yeah. I got a lot of family in the Detroit area, but oh, my wow. parents are still in Manistee. Manistee. Uh, and it's a super Christmassy town. I like, bet. How so? Uh, so the Manistee National Forest is a giant pine forest. Okay. Uh, we get a ton of snow. And it comes down as glitter. Uh, so it, it looks like yeah. ornaments. <laughs> uh, it is, it is, uh, it's an old Victorian town. So like people are just dressed like Christmas cards. Kind <laughs> of. Wait, people still dress that way? They, yeah. There is a, there, each year there is the sleigh bell parade oh where they bring the giant Christmas tree that's going to be in the center of town down the main street. And then they put it up at the end. And it's literally on a horse-drawn sleigh. Although in December when it happens, sometimes there isn't snow, so it is just steel on concrete, <laughs> just sparks and scrapes. <laughs> and there are people dressed as old timey cops, and which is sometimes my dad. Wait, what? Really? This is literally where I grew up. What is it? What? I'm trying to it's picture like, old timey cop. Definitely a nightstick that they twirl about. Absolutely. This is it's like a Keystone cop situation. So weird. This town is crazy. Your dad man. dresses up like an old-timey cop sometimes? Each year. Every year? Uh, in the, for the last few years. My dad became very civically minded after I got older. I don't know why. I think he's bored. 
<laughs> so he just got into the city? Yeah, ran for drain commissioner once. Like, he needs it. There's hurry. a drain commissioner? I'm, I assume there's one everywhere. By the way, I thought you said dream commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the head of the dream police? <laughs> uh, so I was thinking a, a sweet dream tonight. Nope, nightmares. Move on. <laughs> Get away from my desk. Did I just make a sweet cheap trick reference and nobody helped me out? Did that uh, just happen? I mean, I got chance. it, but uh, I just didn't know where to go with it. I'm sorry. I only know the one Rick song. Nielsen, huh? <laughs> That's all I got. Hats, uh, <laughs> crazy guitars. I don't know. I, I don't know any. I think I know just that one song. Want you to want me? Oh, two songs. Surrender. Yeah, yeah. What about, their, great. what about their cover of "Don't Be Cruel"? Mm. I think that's the first cheap trick I would have heard. I think it might have been for me too. Yeah. I weirdly was thinking about that yesterday. Ooh, you want to sing what? it? Well, your first, yep. <laughs> well, your first, tre- we should each do one of the cheap trick songs we do. Uh, but you were thinking of what your first cheap trick song was? No, I was literally thinking about specifically cheap tricks cover of Don't Be Cruel. Why? I don't know. What's going I on? I said there? the words Don't Be Cruel, and then my brain just went to the cheap trick version. And, oh, man. I mean, I feel like the Raisins probably did a cover of that. That's the right place to go. <laughs> Ra- raisins? Which Raisins? <laughs> Not the North Dakota raisins. <laughs> they were so <laughs> shitty. Oh, they were the worst. <laughs> uh, so, gro- uh, Manitoba, Michigan. Manitowoc, yes. Michigan. Manitowoc. Oh, is that a reference to uh, making of a murder? Yes, it is. <gasps> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> good pull. Good pull. I forgot Manitowoc. Yeah. They talk like crazy in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. my god! And man, does uh, Steve Avery's dad have a lot of different looks throughout that show? Man, that that show, yeah, show right. That <laughs> series is crazy. Oh that's, yeah, that's you uh, killed a lady, I guess. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I think that's how all of us spent the previous Christmas, Christmas twenty fifteen. I feel like that's what everyone in America yeah. was doing was watching that show. Is that making a murder? Yes. Yes. Correct. What's the, uh, the staircase I watched after that. Oh, I've still classic. never seen that. It's. What do you think? You think you did it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. You're talking about OJ? Uh, you think oh. he did it? No way. <laughs> well, he was proven innocent. The, the courts <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> so many OJ things happening this year or last year. It's crazy. Yeah, and they Weirdly, were all good. Yeah, they've all been good, which is really weird. I don't understand it. I cannot believe that that... Really Why is it still captivating? Why is it good? Why is it so good? How is it possible? Because it doesn't seem real. The like, Amanda Knox story supposedly was great. The miniseries. So I hear, and they're doing another one. I don't get it. Like, all these stories that I'm like, I'll never need to deal with this again. Like, yeah. Keep coming up, and I'm like, oh, here's a good version of it. I will say that uh, the the super long OJ one, the yeah. like five-part thing. Made in that, America. That last chapter is bananas. Like I haven't the watched post, it Because it, it talks about like his post-trial life. Oh, wow. And it gets real weird. Tons of stuff I didn't know. He just lives it up. Kind of like, it just takes a weird turn. He lives in Florida for a while and starts hanging out with all these thuggy dudes. And it's cool. It's strange. I didn't know a lot of, I didn't know how famous he was, yeah. which was a real shock to me because as a not sports guy, uh-huh. the sort of level of his fame was lost on me. Mm-hmm. So I, he came to my awareness fully in police squad and then murder. That's all I know. Right, right. <laughs> I definitely remember his name being around. Like he was a household name for sure. Arenthal. 
Orenthal James. If anyone, if I ever meet anyone that goes by a nickname of like TJ or PJ or whoever, in my head, they're just Parenthal James. <laughs> Terenthal James, <laughs> Jerenthal James. <laughs> That's really nice. Is is that what Orin Hatch is? His name Orenthal? Is that like a? No, I think it's just Orin. Like wh- whose name is Orenthal besides? Is that a name that people have? I did work on a project once with Ice Cube, and every day in my body I just wanted to shout O'Shea. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah, O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea right? Jackson. I wonder Never what he it. would. He's I wonder, intimidating. Yeah, I imagine he's not big, but he's intimidating. He's not. He's definitely not fucking around at all. He's not nearly as big as he appears on the billboards for this, oh, this really? movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw those things were actual size. Yeah, I, I always do. I I do not. I always wonder why I don't run into stars in Hollywood. <laughs> Usually they're smaller than you expect. And I'm always like this. Yeah. Not in this here. This is one of those. <laughs> oh my God, that's Tom Cruise over there. Where? Uh, visual bit. I just looked up to the ceiling. <laughs> oh boy, Tony. Oh no, <laughs> Tony's so I laid back. It. I blew that it. That he had to I jump it. to it, and, and then, then I hit, hit the wrong, wrong song. It's fine. We get the gist. No, we don't. Oh, let's take that again. <laughs> let's uh, get back to it. Chris. Uh, Chris was talking about Clintmas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, I've I've grown out of it. I don't really want to do presents or anything anymore. But I like the Christmas spirit. I like yeah. everything until Christmas Day. By the time Christmas Day mm-hmm. rolls around, I'm pretty much finished. Yes, yeah. I'm not finished, but it's just it is the I've said it a million times. It's kind of my least favorite part in a way. For sure. Yeah, as a kid, it was still fun. But it was as a kid, I think it's 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 super exciting until like. 9 a.m. because <laughs> you wake <laughs> up super early so excited to open everything and then you're done and you're like well now what so of all the things in my family christmas to talk about i don't know why i'm going to mention this one but i'm going to say it right now do it there's a a bit of christmas decoration that i'm obsessed with uh-huh. like to the point that when my mom asked what she she could put in the will for me i said this one thing it's literally the only thing i've asked for in the will really it is a four and a half foot tall Light up Santa Claus, looking at a list, classic, but he's Black Santa, and we only refer to him as Black Santa. Oh, Black Santa, I'm a lamb. One year, we were dressing the tree, decking the tree, is that the term? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Flocking. Uh, And We saw some flocking. And I uh, looked at Black Santa, and he just, he, in that moment, it was kind of a perfect Christmas moment. And I looked at Black Santa and I said, Mom, look at Black Santa. He's so happy. And she looked at me and said, yeah, Black Santa's not mad about slavery. (laughs) (laughs) And she was not joking. And I knew exactly what she meant. And Black Santa, every time I pull up home, come home for Christmas, he's in the window waving at me. It's how I know I'm home for Christmas. Unbelievable. It's the best. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's real. Oh, my God. Wow. There's nothing else at that house you want? No, not really. I just got me thinking about what's at my parents' house that I want. <laughs> I can't think of it. <laughs> I there's like nothing that I want there. Yeah, that's. that's I'm, I don't safe. even think I've ever bumping th- off. I don't even think I've thought about that before. In all honesty, you know what? I probably about want the inevitable passing of your parents. Oh no! If if there was anything I want, maybe that big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> 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 Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't mind having one of those. <laughs> they sure are funny. 
<laughs> and where would you get one? I really, know. there's only the Thaxton household. Oh God! Did, do either of you watch? Because you brought these up recently, and it, have you? Do you guys watch Last Man on Earth? Yep. I love it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a season behind, but yes. Okay. Because there, there's a moment recently. All I'll say is he. They're worried about someone showing up at the house and his idea for a security system is he lines the hallway with just a shitload of big mouth billy bass that are like cause they're like motion censored so like if someone walks down the hallway they all start singing a stupid song so stupid. anyways i love them i like the idea i don't want one i just like the idea of it it like, would work i just i can't believe it exists i i can't believe some dumb nuts was at his house and heard that song was like that should be sung by a fish ha 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 oh <laughs> and then went to a company. Was like, "Could you make a fish flop around and sing this?" And they were like, "Yes, we can." So he, he only like, sings appropriate songs. Do you think they tried to clear the songs first? They have to have. Yeah, they have to have. It was never. It was always like covers, though. Or uh, they don't use the, the orig in yeah. any of them, do they? They're like karaoke versions. I think so. So they don't have to pay mechanicals, but you still have to pay the song yeah. writer fee. Right. But they save. They save some scratch. I think they call that. I bet. Yeah. Uh. Were there knockoffs of that? I, like other animals? Question. I don't remember ever seeing. I think people just did their own version of the same thing and called it. Regular yeah. regular mouth, tiny paws, raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a name in there. Bradley the raccoon. <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> uh, do you have any... Uh, besides your your uh, lovely black Santa, do you, uh, do you have a, a Christmas moment or the or christmas in particular from childhood or life that stands out oh my mom goes pretty big on christmas so they've all been been great the one that really sticks is the christmas that didn't happen what yeah we were once really terrible and on my mom's actual birthday we'd forgotten to get her stuff which is not good not cool it's not great her birthday's in september <gasps> september what we can twenty sixth. Mark, mark your calendar. What? Twenty days apart. I'll never forget your mom's birthday. <laughs> Guess now. what mine is? The third. That's we're right. I always so forget many. ours is so close. We're all the same. Oh, my sister's is the thirtieth. <gasps> and party. her bringing it full circle. Your sister's name is Tony Erdman. <laughs> <laughs> full full circle. Terenthal. <laughs> <laughs> James. Uh, c- carry on. My wayward son. Uh, Don't you cry no more. I'm just trying to make Tony sing at every moment. It's easy. Uh, we were getting so close. We forgot to, uh, like, I think we were going to get her things maybe just on her actual birthday we'd not. Then before we'd had time, we were all summoned into her uh, bedroom, and she was laying there like she was dying. And she looked at us and said, I just can't help but notice that my children have forgotten me today, and that's fine. I just want them to know that I'll remember this, and maybe there won't be Christmas this year. <laughs> and there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How old were you? Uh, 13. Wait, hang on a minute. And it is, is well, Tony... How early in the morning is she calling you in? Like... Nighttime, nighttime. Oh, nighttime. Oh, for bed. Yeah. So she's, were... in, she's in bed. She's come home from work. Got you it. were like 13. Is, is Tony younger or older than you? Tony's younger, four years. Okay. And it's just the two of you, right? Nope. No, no, I have an older a brother, 10 years older. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. And he's home for this. Yeah. Uncle uncle brother. Okay, so you weren't nobody was like a super small child at least. She was right to be mad. Right, right, right. And let it be said, we've never forgotten again. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. 
So she says, I will remember this. What do you guys do? Are you terrified? We don't believe her. In the moment, we feel bad. And we, of course, went out of our way to make it up to her. But it didn't fix it. She, I, I respect this about my mom. She's never made an empty threat in her life. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. If you made it up to her, like if you got her presents later, right? Yeah. She couldn't do Christmas on like January 2nd? Or, uh, maybe if we had petitioned for that. Being like, <laughs> hey, hey, we but paid none off. Of, but none of us believed that Christmas was really going to get dialed back so far. How far back do we go? A was s- Black Santa out? That's what I was going to ask. Did you still decorate? Oh, yeah. That's okay. for her. Okay. That's strictly for her. I spent a lot of my life resenting the Christmas decorations because it's so much dragging stuff out of the basement. Uh-huh. I don't mind putting them up on the tree, but, boy, taking them down. That's just like yeah, taking that's... out the trash every 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. <laughs> Take out the papers and the trash. Oh, there you go. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, you don't get no spending cash. I always think of twins when I hear that song. <laughs> so the first voice we heard was Dan DeVito. <laughs> uh, I love Daniel DeVito. He's uh, such a weirdo. He's my celebrity lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, that Always Sunny in Philadelphia show, he is so fucking bonkers on that the, show. That um, Christmas special that they did when he crawls out of that couch naked <laughs> is one of my favorite things of all time. He like he looks for reasons to say the word whore. <laughs> what are you talking about, you whore? Like he says whore with three thousand syllables. You think those aren't scripted? Yeah, He's just. I them. think he just looks for reasons. No, just like they know that that's the best thing he does is say that word. That so they put it in every script. And him getting angry, him getting angry yeah. at saying whore. I like him talking about being institutionalized as a child for having donkey brains. <laughs> I haven't seen that show in years, it's, but I used to watch it regularly. I just started watching ones again, like I watched Seinfeld, but I, like old episodes, and it's just so fucking. Keep stupid. up, this new season's great. Yeah, yeah, of Seinfeld. No, yeah. <laughs> I think Berman's wife wrote on this season uh, of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why it's so big good. money. You're talking <laughs> big money. <laughs> you're talking uh, OJ case, Orin policeman Hill? Mark Furman, right? That was a real stretch to get there. We got there. I hope you enjoyed that journey. <laughs> I did. And it's a joke that Mike Furman has never gotten in his life. I bet. He must not have. Yeah, how much? How much? 90s were great for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, that's way worse than me getting Tony Braxton. It, oh, way yeah. Worse. You have that together. Tony Braxton yeah. isn't a famous racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> and me getting Bradley Cooper all the time. <laughs> you get, what do you get, Clint? Did anything? Okay, man. just check it. Sorry. <laughs> so tell our uh, Clint, tell our listeners what uh, what they may know you from. Some of your so give some, give some of your credits here. You want to put me in context? Yeah. Wait, I want to. Can I can I say my favorite thing? Yeah, sure. I don't know what it is. I you think don't? I might know no. what it is. But go on. The lights. Yeah, that's what I was getting because that's kind of what I wanted you to tell them. The lights. Oh, you were the Fridays. The Fridays lights. Oh, yeah. Uh, that that that's everybody's favorite credit of mine, despite it being so old. <laughs> uh, it's just crazy. It's just the funniest. I I, I um in the uh, for the first three seasons or so, I worked in the writers' room of Friday Night Lights as assistant. I wasn't a writer. I was just an assistant. But I got to put some cool things on the show. And there's two characters named after me on the show. Yep. Vice Principal Clint Trucks. <laughs> 
I love that that's like literally named after you. You know what? That's not the only time that people have stolen my name and just put it in things. There have been pilots that have been shot where the villain is named Clint Trucks. Really? And people are like, I stole your name and put it in my pilot. But the the shows haven't gone in the air, so it doesn't matter. Wow. Jesus Christ. In my head, so dumb I am, you said pilots that have been shot. I literally thought it was a movie. There was an air there was like an air fight, <laughs> so and a pilot got gunned down. <laughs> like more than one. Those are the only characters who are named after me. <laughs> that setup has been happening so many times in movies or TV. Sorry, continue. Sorry, I'm not going to use so much industry lingo. <laughs> um, also, my favorite credit is that you got to name the band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I made a list of, uh, ba- of band names, and the writers chose it. But that was just on the list. What were uh, what were the other ones? Did you have any that you were pulling for, or was Crucifixorious top of your list? I know I was working on it with uh, uh, the other writer's assistant, Rick Lovard, and there was a bunch of them that referenced uh, <laughs> Saracen's grandma for some reason, <laughs> because it was a I don't even even know if it was a plot point in the show, but Landry was creeped out that he lived with his grandma, so we. <laughs> A lot of them were things like grandma's dead, things like that. It wasn't a great list. They chose the right one. <laughs> what what was chosen? I didn't really watch that show. Crucifictorious. Uh, okay. I have so heard that funny. Before, and also. it changed the type of band, right? Like, oh yeah. That it was. So funny. A Christian metal band. I think I think better than that is the first time he's really talking about he's sitting uh, with a girl and they let me uh, do this scene or when I say they, uh Wonderful writer Liz Heldens that evening had me sit and help her write this scene. And uh, when Landry is sitting with Gene talking about all their favorite bands, uh, so many of those bands are just my friends' bands back in Michigan. So awesome. <laughs> Man, I can't believe you get to be part of that show. That's so great. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very proud of it, although uh, by the time most of the audience found it, I wasn't there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it's great. And everybody well, who I work with. parts of it. It, I'm not going to say that. Additionally, I was I, present while the best parts of it were made, perhaps. But I I'm going to say it. it. Thank you. Yep. You're the secret of the sauce. <laughs> well, I mean, they seem to do just fine without me, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a super talented room. And I bet. Just sitting near everybody was really, really cool. Man, that's incredible. I also like that you wrote, you were a writer's assistant on such a substantial show, and then you're like, oh, I don't need to write. Oh, there was a there's a writer's strike, and I discovered that. Oh, you were I, there when that happened. I didn't have to get up so early in the morning if I did other jobs. <laughs> that was a what really a dumb dick. <laughs> what a stupid idea no. for changing your life. Yeah, I I had no intention of working in film and television ever. Uh, so, why did I, you end up on it? Origin origin story. Origin story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh was working on a in the office of a show that no one remembers called Pepper Dennis, which was a... <laughs> Excuse <laughs> do me? Do you remember it? No. Uh, Pepper Dennis? Pepper Dennis. It was what does a, that mean? Rebecca Romaine Stamos played a news reporter named Pepper Dennis. All the billboards said, she's big news, but no one watched that show. <laughs> uh, and one of the writers on Pepper Dennis, who I had gotten uh, you know, familiar with and close to, left to go work on the pilot of a new TV show. And he said, do you want to come with? And I said, yes. And that was Friday Night Lights. So Unreal. I, just, I bungled into it. Didn't I had seen the movie, and I knew how good the movie was, and that's really what convinced me. Got it. Why did you – wait, why were you working on Pepper Dennis? Money? Um, no. Were uh, you a writer's assistant? I mean, he heard no. that – he heard the name, and he's like, I'm in. That's yeah, all no. I needed. 
Now, pepper dentists are uh, my favorite kind. <laughs> on pepper dentists, I was just working in the office. Okay. I, I was uh, in Seattle. I was working for a failed uh, uh, music magazine. The and best then, kind. You bet. It turns out they don't do magazines anymore. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just let it go. Oh, weird. Uh, and uh, I came down to L.A. to visit my sister, who was working on her very first TV show. Torenthal. Torenthal, yep. And uh, <laughs> Torenthal brought me down uh, to help her get an apartment and a car, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I came down, and halfway through the trip, the magazine folded. And then the next day, I went to set to eat the free food. And <laughs> I had my tray of free food, and I did, it was like a lunchroom. I didn't know where to sit. So I sat at a table full of old guys. And this table full of old guys said, why are you here? And I thought they were – or they really said, what do you do? And I thought they were making conversation instead of saying, what's your job and why are you sitting with us? Because we're the producers, which is what was really happening. Uh, and in that moment, I said, funny, you should ask. Yesterday I had a job and today I don't. And somehow by the end of lunch, I was a PA on the show. And uh, then I kept happening. Yeah. And then I don't know how much origin story do you want. And then that first week, <laughs> I discovered Largo and UCB opened the next month. And I got super obsessed with those. And every time I was about to go back to Seattle and use the other half of my round-trip ticket, I'd be like, if I stay for three more days, there's a Paul F. Tompkins show, because they were monthly. And then in those three days, I would get a job, and then I would just write out that job. And like two or three times, it would happen that if I just waited a little longer, I could go see Paul F. Tompkins or Pat Oswalt. And then I'd been here for a year, go and I bought it. a bed, and I didn't go back to Seattle for seven years. <laughs> wow. And you also ended up working for Paul F. Tompkins. I, I did briefly. I was. I like to say I was Paul's uh, most disappointing producerial choice. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say. <laughs> no, Paul's Paul's the funniest man in the world and my hero, and I was super glad to work on a show that uh, I think we did some great ones, uh, but it is what became Spontaneation. Yeah. What was it called again? Variatopia. That's right. Mm-hmm. There's some I have great video so content many... you can see online of Variatopia performances. I, I played drums at the final Variatopia. Yes, sir. Which I remember I didn't know it was the final one. And, like, I showed up and ready to play, and I was excited. I was like, maybe this is my foot in the door to, like, actually start <laughs> playing in this show always. And then... You, I thought I was... I'm Paul F. Tompkins' producer now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, like, yeah. at the show while setting up, I hear, like, oh, you say, yeah, you get to play on the final one. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing what? I practice twice as hard. <laughs> yeah, that he's that show is great. My favorite thing is Paul Tompkins show is just oh my god. It's just not there's not a better thing. Him doing Danny Boy at the end of the night is <laughs> I really almost can't explain like discover I didn't really see much live comedy living in Michigan. And I saw a little bit in Seattle, but it all kinda sucked. Like the stuff I saw that first year in LA, like reprogrammed my brain. It changed mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I and was kind of like that, too. Specifically, the Paul F. Tompkins show. It was I'd never seen anything like it. It's nuts. Yeah. I never laughed so hard. It was cr- – and such a – the old Largo was a tiny room. It, f- it feels like you're part of the show. It's so intimate. It's crazy. The stage was six, seven inches tall. <laughs> like you could. I never got to experience the old one. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. No. Ben Acker was the doorman. I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I just picture Benek at the door being like, somebody like, yeah, I'm not going to pay. Like, okay, I guess. <laughs> That's the thing about Ben. He looks intimidating. He's but not he's, at all. He's not going to shake you down. Yeah, the thought me, of him being a, a, a bouncer. He told is me funny he used to, to bounce at a place where the other guys were really intense. And so he would go up to a guy who was like being a dick and just go, like, hey, look, I'm cool with you. 
that guy over there, and like he would point at a guy, and the Bowser would turn and look just super pissed, and he'd be like, "This guy wants to break your head open." So like, I'm cool, but like, know that that guy wants to take you out, <laughs> and the guy would like either shape up or get out. Yeah, I love that the six foot six wall is the negotiator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he comes in. Hey, uh, listen. <laughs> Yeah, this little guy behind me really does not He's, like you. This guy's livid. Yeah, no, I know. I can't picture him. I, I, he, I think he had maybe just quit when I started going to Largo, uh, the old Largo, because I knew him from being around there, but not as a bouncer or anything. I was a doorman. Yeah, I would go alone all the time. It the was best. a very yeah. They made it was a dinner theater, so you had to buy dinner. Yeah, that's what I, I hear. Yeah, he, never, never got to do. When did it move? I think I just missed it. 20, 20, 2008. Yeah. I was going to say eight or nine. Eight. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the first time I went was like 2009 probably. Mm-hmm. I was also very, very poor and it was expensive. I remember each time I went, it was like, this is my thing this month and oh I need to get God. the most out of it. Yeah. It's still not the – well, the thing is it's it's not the cheapest place, but at the same time, the shows they do there are incredible – yeah, it's just it's expensive compared to like UCB and Meltdown. Sure. So like it feels expensive now when you live here and you get options like UCB and Meltdown. But the difference is there's shows at UCB Meltdown seven days a week, and some of them are pretty disposable. Right. There's no disposable shows on the Largo calendar. Right. And it's also just being at Largo, the shows are different. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what it is. Like I, even the small Largo felt like you go to UCB and it's very intimate. It's the same. It's a small theater, um, and it's been home to some brilliant shit, but like I've seen great improv there. I've seen great stand up there. Nothing feels like Largo feels. It just, fe- I don't know what it is. It's crazy. Flanny, I guess. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's really great at pulling in talent and giving them freedom to like, try some stuff out. I mean, tenacious D started there kind of, uh, he's a, a magical dude. He's told me stories about like the week he arrived in LA and crazy. Like, I'm going to tell a Flanagan story. This is his story. <laughs> this, is, this doesn't even involve me. Cut it out. I don't care. It's an amazing story. Flanagan is the owner of Largo. Yes. Flanagan had been in Los Angeles for a week, coming from Ireland, walking down Melrose, oh, yeah. and a limousine drove by, and the window rolled down and shouted, Flanagan! And he turned, and it was Sinead O'Connor, <laughs> who he had known in Ireland, I guess. And she said, do you want to be my date to the Oscars? <laughs> and he said, yes. And then a day or two later, he was her date to the Oscars. And she got drunk in the limo and yelled at uh, Kevin Costner. This was the year of Dances with Wolves. Uh-huh. And she called Kevin Costner a cunt. And Flanny said, nope. And he walked away. And he walked back to Venice from the Shrine Theater. Cut that out. That's no, true. we're leaving it in because you brought it all back with some more. Because Sinead O'Connor tore up a picture of the Pope. Oh. But he wasn't wearing. He was wearing his he, little beanie, but not his miter. <laughs> Let's not get too technical. <laughs> He's got Flanny's got crazy, crazy stories. I mean, if, do you hear the one Ireland. about him uh, walking down Melrose and then that limo <laughs> pulled up and it was Sinead O'Connor inside? Okay, I heard, now I heard a different story. What did you hear? I heard it was Elvis Costello. Yeah, <laughs> or former <laughs> University of Michigan quarterback Elvis Gerbach. <laughs> what? That had layers. He brought Michigan back. Yeah, he really folded it all in. It's like a nice Christmas present. He told me he met he met Morrissey in Ireland when he was working at the university. The Smiths came to play and like somebody who was putting on the show and he was like at working at the school and somebody who was putting on the show was like, 
Flanagan, this this guy wants to like have a tour around Ireland, and he's like really into poets, and and so show him all the spots. It was in Dublin, so Flanagan's like, all right. So he takes him around. Uh, Morrissey takes Morrissey around <laughs> town and like shows him, and he goes like, uh, you know William but- Butler Yeats, <laughs> and uh, looks at Morrissey. And Morrissey's like, yeah. He's like, you see that bench over there, and Morrissey's like, he sat on that bench there, and, and Flanagan <laughs> goes, I call that bu- I call that bench William Butler Yeats. Let's go. <laughs> like you just would like keep making up history and saying like getting him excited about poets and then going like no I just call that bench or whatever, <laughs> uh, and later when I guess Morrissey came to Largo, like a few years ago and Flanny was like remember a guy in Ireland who told you a bench was William Butler Yeats, <laughs> and he goes yeah and he goes that was me, <laughs> and Morrissey's like oh yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine Morrissey got that excited. I, I don't know. Flanny <laughs> tells it. No, I mean, not a, just, I just can't imagine him getting excited, period. <laughs> uh, can I tell you guys a quick Morrissey story? Yes. Go for it. Uh, so when I was doing this final Motion City tour a couple months ago, literally the second to last show we did was at the Riot Fest in Chicago, mm. and we played the same day as Morrissey. And did he, he play Riot? Yeah. Wow. And uh, he was headlining the stage, and... So we're there early and, you know, these things are catered and everything. And uh, that whole thing about uh, no meat, no meat. Let me tell you, there was no meat at catering. And uh, here's the thing, though. It's like there's not a fucking chance he was going anywhere near <laughs> catering. No, he doesn't like, want in the building. No, he will. First of all, the I walked around the actual festival. You could get corn dogs and shit like at the actual festival, but the catering where he was never going to step foot, no meat. And uh, like, I'm sure he didn't show up until 10 minutes before he was going on stage. Probably not even then because he was supposed to go on and there was a video screen just showing old videos for like 20 minutes at least after he was supposed to go on. Old Morrissey videos? No, just videos. (laughs) Literally, like, there was a Ramones video, and there was Weird. a... Yeah, and uh, he went on super late, uh, and I, I heard from multiple people that he wouldn't go on because he didn't like that the security guards were wearing blue shirts and made them change. Wow. To what? I don't know. All I want is that kind of power. That's it. There's got to be a reason, though. Like, he's got to have something in his mind that goes, like, for this reason. You know what I mean? What could that reason possibly be? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Look, I'm going to defend Morrissey because I like him. He was, they were doing some old school blue screen effects. Yeah, they were, you didn't want them to just be <laughs> invisible. <laughs> no, but um, he gets people run on stage. It's a thing at Morrissey shows. Yeah. Everyone wants to run on stage and hug it's Morrissey. It's usually April Richardson. <laughs> yeah, is that right? <laughs> she does it a lot, yeah. I don't blame her. Um and I imagine, like, the visibility, like, maybe blue blends in. Maybe the visibility of looking like there are more people is something that maybe he feels like he needs more security. And therefore, like, being able to quickly spot somebody in a crowd in case he needs somebody. I don't know. Look. You love Morrissey so much. I will you make excuses. <laughs> I, I just are, know, you a, are you a Morrissey head? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, big time. Said so my story just bummed me out. No. Are you finding a way to... to no, because here's the thing. I've been on so many in, in so many settings where a thing that an artist is asking for seems crazy. 
and there are, are valid reasons for it when you sure. when you dig a little deeper. Almost always, and it's same shit with actors. Anybody like when they're asking for a thing, there's a. Re- it's like the green M M&M and M thing th- thing of like, the reason is because making sure people were reading the writer. Yeah, yeah. and it's got a valid thing. Like mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times that's sparkling water. Are you okay with that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in a lot of cases we're gonna hear it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like in a lot of cases that's the the thing. You know uh, that it there's a val. I mean, obviously there he's known for being a nut bar too, and it's fine. Like yeah, he's probably being a, a dick bag, but I don't Not know. Bar and a dick bag. <laughs> maybe, maybe, th- maybe there is a reason that it is might make sense. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not on that train. I don't know. I'm a big Prince fan, and I will defend anything he did. That's he crazy. Fans. Crazy. Yeah, he's a Largo story guy. Uh, yes, absolutely. Flanny's got great Prince stories. Yeah. Yeah. You should, we're gonna have you back, and you're just you're just gonna tell uh, Flanny stories. We're gonna have you co- back as Flanny. <laughs> my my accent isn't good enough. I'm murdering his stories. I'm murdering my own stories. Can we agree this is the worst episode? Oh no! no Did way. you hear last week? <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to do a lot worse than that. That's <laughs> no, hey, good. Uh, let's uh, let's it's, try something here. Podcasts always feel terrible when you're doing them, and then when you listen back, they're fine always. All right. This is a real well, razor blade suitcase. Unless you're last. <laughs> oh, a Bush reference. <laughs> I, don't, I have no frame of reference. I feel so safe in Tony's arms because there is no bad musical reference. He's not immediately with me on mm-hmm. Yeah, he's with you. I'm with you, Clinton. I'm with you. And speaking of music, let's play a Christmas quiz. Oh. That is, as we know, theme song also has a theme song. And then the real theme song. I'm in my element now. I'm really excited. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. This is uh, this is different than we've ever done. This may be a huge clunker. We're all gonna find out together. Because I got to thinking, I'll bet there's some sort of like Christmas trivia app available. And lo and behold, there's one. Guess what it's called? Christmas quiz. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Really? I think I think we have a lawsuit on our hands. Yeah, I was about to say your trademark is in danger. We should contact them <laughs> and tell them, "Hey, look, we're, or maybe I could sell them the, the song." Ooh. Ooh. So I haven't even looked at this. So we're just gonna. Or I want to see how bad or how great this is. All right? right. So let's just see. We'll we'll just do a few and see how this goes. Here, can I give you my guess? Because bad. of all of the research that you've done, all mm-hmm. of these are gonna be like, "Come on." And because of you existing and knowing the world backwards and forwards, you will be like, come on. And I will be like, really? I'm not specialized in Christmas. <laughs> uh, you know things. I quickly, uh, I started to open it and then I see that the, they're actually, you have time. I don't know how much time it gives you to answer each question. But here we go. Oh, it's going right in. On Christmas Day in 1950, what was stolen from Westminster Absty? Absty? Abbey. The Crown Jewels. Not an option. The Stone <laughs> of Scone. <laughs> The organ, headstone of the unknown warrior, or the Liberty Bell. And <laughs> wow, this sucks. It gives headstone. you no time. Okay. The headstone. answer was the stone. Uh, which one of the following Ugh. festive islands does. Easter Island. This sucks, guys. Uh, yeah, these, they're like, they don't give you time to read it and then answer it. We're, 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 as soon as it comes up, you got to write it. Right. I know. Here we go. All right, I'm waiting until the next question. Here we go. Easter Island, was that it? Christmas Island. In which country does a temperamental Julianese 
I don't know how you say that word, a cross between a jolly sandal and an evil gremlin-like creature deliver presents on Christmas Eve. Austria, Norway, Serbia, Ireland. Serbia. Serbia is his guest. Austria. Incorrect. It was Norway. I knew it. Which Christmas tradition probably stems from an Engelbert Humperdinck opera? Yule log? Jingle bell? Midnight mass? The witch's house made of gingerbread covered in sweets and icing? Yule log? Hang on. Engelbert Humperdinck wrote an opera. Apparently. Well, he's like within our lifetime, so... I'm going to say logs. The witch's house made of gingerbread. That can only be it. Everything else... Who wrote the song I'm Dreaming of White Christmas? Stan Getz, Irving Berlin, Nat King Cole, Stevie Wonder. Irving Berlin. Yeah. Correct. Irving Berlin. I knew it. (laughs) Where was Santa Claus's workshop located? Northern Pole. Are you kidding? Correct. Uh, I'm pretty These are all over the place. This app stinks. Complete the title of the following Christmas film. The Polar Bear Express. Bear is not correct. (laughs) Here's Uh, more more fun fact. St. Nicholas was from Turkey. (gasps) Moving on. Who made the headline in 1906 by refusing Christmas dinner? Arthur Balfour? Jailed suffragettes? Edward (laughs) the Twelfth? Children, do we can, we can we just have a segment called Tony Reads Quickly? <laughs> I know it's stressful. You know what? Fuck this. This sucks. Yeah, this, we're done. This sucks. So <laughs> that was the Christmas quiz. Everybody. We just found out how smart she was because you took the Christmas quiz. We learned nothing. <laughs> we learned that the Christmas quiz app is, is a pile of stinky garbage doodle. Who's downloading <laughs> quiz apps? I, I what oh, if that was stepdads. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting in a room with children who couldn't hate them more. Oh, They're like, I know. That's like impossible to play in this scenario. You, should, like you have to read so fast, it gives you no time. Is there a setting to change the time? I don't know. That was the first I've even opened it. Come on, Tony. <laughs> Look, I thought it would be fun. It was like, maybe if it sucks, that'll bring some fun it out. It was fun. <laughs> Lesson hey. learned. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. You know what is fun? Can you match it? Uh-huh. Clint, are you, are you a singer? I am not a singer. And I... Boy. This is going to be bad. Hey, it's gonna be real that bad. makes it more Are fun. Are we going to go back to doing our uh, Cheap Trick song? <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I know I am. Uh, they did. They did not do my Sharona. Let's be clear. And sure? I don't. Have, I don't do a Christmas song. I can That's do fine. It doesn't have to be Christmas. We prefer not. Uh, what do you uh, think this I, is? A Christmas podcast? Do you get points for doing like additional levels of difficulty? Your mama's all right. Your daddy's all right. You just seem a little weird. Surrender. Surrender. Don't give yourself away. pretty good yeah it did feel pretty good tempo tempo yeah i feel like you you love to just fly i took the foot off the gas that time that was uh yeah it's always way slower than you think Mm -hmm. the the tempo is the hardest part of the game and the waiting yeah we know that from our (laughs) you do the waiting is the hardest part (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) when i I look at you i can only think of archers of loaf sure we just saw we did it's not fun if I do a song no one but you or me knows, right? It's fine. It happens to me all the time. I don't know any songs. 
<laughs> people are always like, oh, do this one. Oh, stupid Matt Gorley with the Down Easter Alexa. <laughs> I've never heard that song in my life. I only, I feel like I vaguely knew that song, but I mostly know it from Pistol Shrimps Radio. Oh, God, <laughs> so funny. By the way, when halfway through that, you turned to me and like shot me a look at the line where there's a harmony. I was like, you want me to do the harmony right now? I did. Yeah, you totally like gave me a, a look, and oh, then I panicked. I, I was feeling it. I the, that look you got was I'm killing this. <laughs> I felt very good about it. Does that mean if I did harnessed in slums, you'd do all the <laughs> shouting with me? Uh huh. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, that's the one. All that's right. what we're gonna do. All right. Oh, are you listening you get... to the guitar part? The, oh, don't you turn your head before we start? Oh yeah. Boo doo doo doo. Oh boy, this is gonna be real. Ba- I don't know if I've ever sung this like not in my car yeah. or like. This is portable. Do you want to go to your car? I don't know if I know the words. <laughs> Just do. Right. That's the we're, best. We're gonna actually, do it. we're gonna do it. Just do a little bit of it. You don't have to do too much. All right. Imagine the guitar part. There's a little ting. All right, and then I'm gonna hold the microphone far away because I'm gonna yell. Okay. Right. Two harnessed and slumps to wrap around your throat. Standing over your common ground Snuff the leader with a badass plan Take what you want from the palm of his hand I'm running jokes, running jokes, running dry Strip the color from the meat of my eye Lick the loser, just don't make him stick Lay it on heavy, make the wrong sides fit I want waste We want waste They one waste. Slaves. One waste. <laughs> then he goes back in the verse, and then there's like the weird second chorus that's really good. What was that? Uh, which is. I can't remember. Side to side with the tide smile cut into your face. You let me down for the second time straight. With thugs and scum and punks and freaks. They're honest in slums, but they want to be free. I can't ever remember all those words. I was. I did. I, I don't know if those were the words. <laughs> I think you were close. Right. You know Welcome, that song? I don't know that song. Welcome to every twelfth shower I take. That's what I. <laughs> that song. That song Welcome. is. <laughs> is that your new podcast? <laughs> every twelfth shower. I shower cool. more frequently than that. Everyone. Every twelfth shower is a cool name. I, that song is. You. You're gonna hear that song. And go like, wow! I gotta listen to Archers of Loaf. It's really good. They're the best. It's a great song. So good. I'm gonna stay on the loaf tip. Oh yeah, you going loaf? Have you listened? Do you listen to that band? And I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. No, I won't do that. Now do the part where it starts going fast. I would do anything for love, anything you've been dreaming of. People can't see, but he's miming a motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm flapping my wings because I'm a bat out of hell, too. (laughs) Meatloaf is a guy, I can't get my head around him. You talking about Marvin a day? Is that his name? (laughs) Yeah. Oh. A Marvin a day keeps the doctor away. I'm sorry. I mean, my name, I, I don't know if that's. I assume that's how you pronounce it. It's A D A Y. Why do I know that? Sounds right. Do you know that? You must. Have. I did not know that. That's surprising. That feels like the kind of knowledge you would have. I'll think. I'll tell you what I'm sticking on right now. The woman who sings in a lot of uh, in um, that particular song. Yeah. 
why that was a giant hit why isn't she famous i don't know and why why is only what do we even remember her name was it jessica something no clue but she's like like she's all (laughs) over that song she's not a back like she's she has like verses and stuff yeah let's i want to see who she is talk amongst yourselves guys i gotta type i'm I don't even remember. I literally don't remember a woman being in that song. Like, Meatloaf songs frequently have a woman who takes entire verses. Not always this woman, I think. But they're always just credited to Meatloaf. Yeah. Let's see. It was... Fucking Glory Hog. Lorraine Crosby. Classic Lorraine Crosby. Let's see what else she's done. But is it... By the way, the first sentence of her Wikipedia. Lorraine Crosby, born November 27th, 1960. Better known as Mrs. Loud... (laughs) What? Is Is there a Mr. Loud? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just says English singer-songwriter. Her most famous work, especially in the United States, as female vocalist in Meatloaf's 1993 hit, I Do Anything for Love, but But, I won't do that. But in the title, is it featuring Mrs. Loud? Does she get a credit? No credit in the title. I think she did get a credit. No credit in the title. I think so. I think (laughs) nobody just said it, though. I think it was officially well, there. Well, because it's the longest title ever. But I won't do that as in the title. Parentheses. <laughs> By the way, her debut album, Mrs. Loud, was released in 2008. I wonder how it is. Should so we she, catch some? She really capitalized on the I'll timing of that. Uh, <laughs> Want to check out a little Mrs. Loud? We could probably yeah. make that happen. Uh, yeah. Mrs. Loud, I feel like, is maybe my new favorite artist. <laughs> is, is there a Mr. Loud? Uh, well, yeah, because it's Mrs., not Miss. Yeah. Mrs. Loud is not on Apple Music. What? Yeah. She needs new management, I think. Hey. Hey. She on the tube? Yeah. This is great uh, This is great listening, right, when I Absolutely. just search things? Thank God for an edit. <laughs> I'll think if I have any questions about other people's crediting. <laughs> uh, here we go. All right. Mrs. Loud, here Let's we go. Let's get a little Mrs. Mrs. Loud. For those of you who need a hearing aid. This is not a commercial. I'm not the kind you can hold down. I'm no dirty word that you spread around. I'm heaven sent. I didn't happen by chance. I don't hate this. I know. I was like, I wanted it to be so much worse. Yeah. I hate the intro. Yeah, that dude was the worst. Now I get why she's Mrs. Loud. Absolutely. This girl knows how to rock. Can I say something? Those drum tones are pretty good, Tony. <laughs> For serious. Did you hear that fill earlier? I'm not the kind you can push round and don't make me <laughs> She does not sing yeah. that loud. <laughs> yeah. I, this this might have worn out its welcome a little bit. <laughs> yeah. There she goes. But, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Put her out. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> we'll check in with her in another minute and see what she's up to. <laughs> I thought for sure it she was, was going to be stink. louder. Oh, God damn it. That was actually an accident. I hate so much that guy at the beginning. What did he say? What Does anybody it? want a can you match it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the man. <laughs> who did they hire? Even those of you who need a That was Marvin a day. <laughs> you think it was? No. Uh, Mr. Loaf? Mr. Loaf. Name, the, name, uh, name one movie Meatloaf was in that wasn't Rocky Horror. Uh, uh, the Fight Club. Name another one. <laughs> Fight Club 2. <laughs> I don't know, what? There was another? Yeah. Is the he one big... I had in mind. I bet Clint knows. No, is he in Hairspray, maybe? I don't know. Oh, no, no. Not John, the answer John, I was looking John for. John Doe is in Hairspray. 
He's in from X. Yeah, is in Hairspray. Yeah, this would have this movie would have came out shortly before his big comeback of I Do Anything for Love, a classic movie of people our age. What's his role? Ben Acker. <laughs> he, he's a bouncer. Uh, Wayne's World. Yep. Yep. There we go. I don't know. That is right. It's all good. Did you know? Uh, I wasn't sure when I said it. Wow. Well, like like all my facts. <laughs> it's more confidence than Clint, knowledge. You passed. I feel like he's great in Fight Club. I, I feel like he's that? actually. God we damn it! Why is this? I am sorry. I'm, I am. I am okay? off my. I'm hitting all the wrong buttons. I, I had a. I had a bit planned, and it's okay, buddy. Ruined it. No. God, I'm gonna take five. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay down if you guys need me. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat this candy bar that contains caramel, pretzels, Take five. hello, peanut butter. <laughs> I'm gonna. You guys don't mind me. I'm just gonna be over here abba zabbing. Just any zagnut. Beetle guys, the best. All right, we wrapping this up. Today. Yeah, I think we could wrap this up. Uh, but you sorry, know, everybody. No, no, no. This is this as usual. This is our fault. I wish, I wish that it was the guest fault. <laughs> uh, you know, we got to ask you one more thing though. Oh, we got to ask you the Dave Clock question. Oh yeah. Okay. Your back patch. What are your two things? One, I'm gonna take sandwiches from Dave. I yeah. like sandwiches way more than Dave. Is, is it that really, true? Is it going to say sandwiches from Dave? Now, Dave, Dave loves sandwiches, but he's no connoisseur. Oh. Have you ever heard Dave tell the story of the sandwich? No. <laughs> when I live with Dave. We got to have Dave back on. Oh, yeah. When, oh, I live, when I live with Dave, Dave is a frugal man, and he discovered at the front of Vons there is this, <laughs> that case. It's like the deli case, but it's in the front. It's yeah. like the stuff like get this out the door if you steal yeah. it we don't care just please don't want to <laughs> yeah. see this anymore and there was a sandwich in there that i want to say was the size of my arm and it was four dollars <laughs> and dave was so excited <laughs> and for a week we would ask dave if he wanted to go out somewhere he's like i can't i have to go home and eat the sandwich <laughs> and it was it was just so much of the like the worst bread and the thinnest layer of gray cold cuts oh. it was a real nightmare of a sandwich <laughs> do you remember that episode of the simpsons i don't he has a sandwich that he keeps for so long he <laughs> keeps getting sick when he eats it <laughs> because he can't throw it out he's keeping it behind the radiator at one point then if you need a sandwich pal dave clock's great sure but don't ask me to make you a sandwich. <laughs> I gotta go home and eat the sandwich. Yeah. Is it you two who have an argument of what is what constitutes sandwich? That's me and my producing partner Charlie. Ah. And I'm sad to say we had a party once where there was a vote taken, and Charlie was named I the was king there. of sandwiches. <laughs> and Charlie also. <laughs> Wait, did we? Did we? We all know, but did did we actually say the debate was is a taco a sandwich? Yes, correct. Oh, I think, I think no. history is still on my side. I know it's been litigated. Your listeners are probably Judge John Hodgman people. He has made his ruling. I want to say, listen, times and styles change, but I have a very permissive view of sandwiches. I think I think a lot of things can be a sandwich. Oh no! Listen, I don't think anything's a sandwich. Don't get me wrong. Like, is a calzone a sandwich? No. Absolutely not. It's, it's baked. A sandwich is assembled. This is important. 
<laughs> but a taco, absolutely a sandwich. Okay. Nope. 100%. Yeah, is, nope. Hodgman <laughs> must have been livid. Uh, as, as livid as Hodgman gets, I guess. Well, you can't uh, have a sandwich like that. That was a terrible Hodgman. I just did one, though. It, was it? Were you guys on? Were uh, you on the show? Or? No, no. Uh, I'm I'm too scared to talk about my uh, <laughs> my heretical sandwich views with John Hodgman. <laughs> but it, who was on? Just somebody else was on the show and discussing it. Uh, someone he has a show called Judge John Hodgman, yeah, yeah. and somebody put that up for debate. Oh wow! Good. And he he deliberated. He considered. He came down on the wrong side of history. But he's not a bad person. What what does he say <laughs> constitutes sandwich? What's Charlie's rules? Oh, well, Charlie's big thing is Charlie, uh, as a Texan, feels like he can say what a a taco is more than I think he has any right to. All right. Uh, but I feel like if a euro is a sandwich, then why on earth is a taco not a sandwich? Bread. Tortillas are bread. No, they're not. They 100% are they're bread. bread. Bread adjacent. Is a pita bread? No. It's, it's right called there in fucking the pita bread. You've just walked into my trap. But you don't you call it a sandwich. Dummy. You don't call it. You a, absolutely do. If you, you walk into any place that serves a euro, but you don't call it tortilla sandwiches. bread. Uh, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> you better start. That's your, that's your second uh, thing on your patch. Yep, tortilla bread. What's your second thing? Uh, comic books. Is that true? Yeah, I, love I didn't comic know books. you were that into comic books. Sure. I didn't either. Yeah, I, I professionally so for a little while. Here's how I feel. I feel like we're gonna. Say goodnight, everybody. Hang up. And I'm going to think of something else. And you're No, you're going to go, I don't really read comics. No, I re- no, no. <laughs> so many comics. You, you do things like that all the time. Like, we'll be talking. Somebody will walk away. See you later, Clint. And you'll turn and be like, I don't know what that is I just said. If, if anyone wants to take the time to IMDb me, IMDb me the, that's the internet movie database. I've heard of it. Uh, they will see that I was credited on a major feature film. My credit was Comic Book Industry Liaison. Ooh. I was allowed to make up my own title because they couldn't give me a producer credit. Really? <laughs> yeah. What, what film? It was uh, called Paul. It was uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost found an alien in the desert, voiced by Seth Rogen. Is it great? It is okay. <laughs> it was super fun to make. It was That's really, weird. really great. But it opens and closes at San Diego Comic-Con, and I produced the Comic-Con recreation. Mm-hmm. And our friend... Christoph, who's Absolutely. been on this show before, was the stand-in for the alien. Sure was. Yeah. I got to see Christoph in a real tight green bodysuit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, is there uh, anything you want to plug, Clint? Anything exciting coming up? Oh, guys, watch The Good Place. I'm really enjoying it. Me I didn't too. know how I was going to feel about it. Wait, no. What's that? Oh, let me tell you about a guy named Ted Danson. Um, oh, it's that show. Yeah, it's Kristen great. Bell? Yeah. Yep. Michigan Zone. Seen. Kristen Bell. Ah. Uh, is uh, is Call Me Lucky still on Netflix? Sure is. Uh, there. Oh, yeah, so just don't tell people things I like. <laughs> uh, watch uh, a feature documentary called Call Me Lucky, directed by Bobcat Goldthwait and produced by myself and my producing partner, Charlie Fonville. Uh, it is uh, heartwarming, but it'll make you real sad first. Yeah. So maybe watch it early in the day. It's really great. <laughs> Thank you. It's such a great documentary. It kicks your ass around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real, real solid. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. 
I just pointed a camera at it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show too. It was nice of you to come over and uh, be a guest. You're my very good friends. I'll ruin anything you want. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game up. Jam, jam. So uh, I guess did you anything? <laughs> any any plugging, Todd? Let's see. Oh, you want future stuff? I'm working on a Barbie commercial, guys. That's gonna be real. Excuse fun. me. Facts. It looks <sighs> like we're doing a second hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my plug. <laughs> I'm gonna be Ken. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I can see you as Ken. I'll go as Dad. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm a plug. Um, I just quit improv. <laughs> oh my god, you're plugging a life change. <laughs> Did you for real? Because you 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 mentioned it a couple I weeks ago. I fucking pulled the plug. Yeah. 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 It was a there was a dying old soul attached to the IV going beep. Beep. And I finally just pulled that fucker out. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Wow. I feel like this is sad. I no, know. it's not. It's no one's sad about it. I I get my soul back. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's is fine. that what uh, How Stella Got Her Groove Back was about? She quit improv. <laughs> I think she, it, it definitely had some effect on her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats. Yes, thank you. All All right. Right. You'll be back. <laughs> Hamilton style. Yeah. That's what a about song you? in Hamilton. Oh, what about you, Tony? Nah, nothing. Okay. I got nothing going on right no now. No life changes? No, no life changes. Uh, I'm going to just start plugging life changes. Oh, I got my uh, my heat's finally working in my house. Hey, great. We'll talk about that. It's very so, loud. So come on over and uh, get, get warm. warm. Yeah, come on over. I live at uh, 123 Apple Blossom Avenue. And or just uh, uh, hit me up on Twitter. I'll tell you where Tony lives. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 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 All oh, right. God, I hope people yeah. hit you up. It's really Twitter. easy. At Clint Trucks. Can't miss me. There's just one of me. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you somehow, <laughs> in a roundabout way, get Tony murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, we're all going to die soon anyways. Yeah, that's why I'm doing heroin next month. (laughs) I moved it up. (laughs) (laughs) Only 45 years short. Yep, that's time. Let's get in there. Uh, All right, Clint, thank you for coming. It happened. It happened. You did great. You were great. Todd, solid effort. (laughs) Um, I'm quitting things left and right. But we end the show the way we always do. By saying Danny Boy. No. <laughs> Bikes, Bikes, Bikes. Paul Tonkin Show. We're at the end of the show. The show. <laughs> and this is our worst song. song. Yeah. Discordant. Ooh. Oh, that's your new hardcore band, by the way. <laughs>